Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we've got a bunch of callers on hold, and I will get to them in just a few minutes. First of all, I wanted to remind you all that next Thursday will be the first Thursday of the month, and you know what that means. I always give away a free session every month. So to enter the drawing, just go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, sign up for my blog, and uh, leave a review on iTunes about the podcast, and also follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. And then you will have the opportunity to win a free session with me for an hour, which is valued at $155. I know that Money's tight for a lot of us right now, so if you want to if you want to chat about whatever, we can talk about whatever you want uh, in our hour together. Go ahead and and sign up for that. So I have a special surprise for all of you. We have Dr. Neil Neil Lamb on with us here for a few minutes, and he's got a PhD in genetics and molecular biology, and he's a faculty investigator and vice president for educational outreach at the Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology in Huntsville, Alabama, which is a couple mile, a couple hours north of me here in Birmingham. And he happens to be one of my favorite people on the whole planet. So, Neil, welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I, I, I asked Neil to come on, everybody, so that um, he could give us a few a few of his ideas and thoughts about this coronavirus pandemic. He is one of the all-time great teachers of the world. And Neil, I so appreciate you taking the time to join us. It's great to be with you, Julie. Thank you for asking me to join you. Oh, you are most welcome. So first of all, tell everybody about the Hudson Alpha Institute and how it and companies located on the campus are involved in helping with the pandemic effort. Sure. So Hudson Alpha is a nonprofit research and teaching institute, as you said, in Huntsville. Uh, We're focused on the field of genomics. So how do we study the genetic recipe of organisms and then understand um, how changes in that recipe impact human health or sustainable agriculture, or in this instance, how we help deal with pandemics. And also on our campus, there are about 40 for-profit biotech companies. Sometimes it's two people on a desk. Sometimes it's a couple hundred people. So it's a really cool ecosystem. There's a strong education program that I'm a part of that kind of blends into that as well. And we actually have several groups on the Institute, both in the research lab and the companies that are working on COVID-19. One of the companies has developed a rapid um, test result, so you get your results back the same day. One of the companies is looking for ways to do much more portable testing. And one of our researchers is actually trying to identify specific antibodies that are in the blood of patients who have recovered from COVID and see if we can figure out how to mass produce those and then provide treatments to people in the early stages of the disease before their immune system has really kicked in to kind of push them towards treatment. And so are your scientists involved with NIH, CDC here in America, and other regulatory health bodies in other countries throughout the world. How does that work? How, is there a collaborative effort between different scientists around the world and the regulatory bodies, or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. So science is generally a pretty collaborative 
uh, experience. So you've got lots of people around the world working on these problems together, and often they are working alongside or at least with the awareness, approval, and blessing of these regulatory bodies. So our scientists are doing a lot of work with, um, with NIH. Uh, we're in contact with the folks at the CDC and the FDA. And then also many of our teams have collaborators in other places around the world and are able to, you know, to really draw on those partnerships and that expertise. Okay, terrific. Well, thank you for your efforts and all of your colleagues' efforts, for heaven's sakes, with all this, this that's going on. So, Neil, tell everybody about the new videos you've made that in, that you say separates uh, COVID fact from fiction. By the way, why is it COVID-19 and coronavirus? It's like coronavirus is an American term. Is that right? So coronavirus is the broad heading of the category of viruses. So um, coronavirus is the, the family name. If you think back to when you were in school and you talked about kingdom, phyla, class, family, genus, species, all, all that classification, coronavirus is the family name. There are 35 individual species, 39 individual species of coronavirus under that family. One of those is actually called SARS-CoV-2. That is the specific virus that causes the disease called COVID-19. So COVID-19 is the name of the disease caused by the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is in the broad family of coronaviruses. Okay. Well, these videos that you've done, I've seen them. They are so fabulous, everybody. So, Neil, you make complex scientific stuff into understandable language for us regular people. And you guys, he is such a master educator that what, eight Tuesdays a year, Neil, I drive for six years. I think we've done this six or six years. I think I Mm -hmm. drive two hours from Birmingham to Huntsville to attend a class that Neil does. That's open to the public that fills up in what, about five minutes. I think every time you open it up and, um, I drive up two hours, I go to Neil's class for two hours, and then I drive home for two hours. This is what an, a magnificent teacher Neil is. So tell us about these videos and how, how short they are, the topics you cover, just, just a general overview. Sure. So there's so much information right now about COVID-19 and about coronaviruses, and it's coming at us from so many different directions. And sometimes it even conflicts with what we heard yesterday is different than what we've heard today, and it always is wrapped in jargon. So I and my team have built a series of short videos. The longest one is six minutes long, and they're generally, you know, four to six minutes. It's just me and a whiteboard explaining these concepts. What are coronaviruses? What are the symptoms associated with COVID-19? What are the potential time courses of how long are you infectious? How long between when you're exposed do you develop symptoms? We're launching now videos around what is the curve? Why do we flatten the curve? How is testing done? What are the general ideas of therapy? So each one of these is really manageable. It literally, you know, five or six minutes, everyday language, just to try to give our viewers a scaffolding that they can then hang the news that they see onto it, and they can separate out facts from fear and anxiety. Right, which is rampant, not only here in America, but around the world. I talk to clients every day in other countries, and my gosh, it's it's so crazy how scared everybody is. I mean, certainly in the countries like Italy that have just gotten smacked with this. But, um, yeah, when we when we think yeah. about pandemics, the virus isn't the only thing that spreads like wildfire. The information and a lot of the information is misinformation or only slightly mm-hmm. correct information that spreads so quickly as well. Right. So how can we find the videos? How, how do people find so, them? You can go to whatever your favorite search engine is and you can just type in shareable science shareable science, and then Hudson Alpha, H-U-D-S-O-N-A-L-P-H-A. So shareable science, Hudson Alpha, and that'll pop up. And they're all on one page. You can click through each one. You can choose which ones you want to watch. They don't have to be done in any specific order. 
And you, I know you filmed them this past weekend with a skeleton crew to keep your distance. And so what an effort for you guys to really think on the fly and put these together as a service to everybody, not only here in America, well, but throughout the world. We want people to have information. And about every two or three days, there'll be a new set of videos that will show up on that site. So we're continuing to provide new content and we're also answering viewer questions. So if there's a question that somebody has about this, they want to know more, they can send, there's an email um, that appears at the end of the video and we answer those, uh, those responses. Okay. By the way, everybody, I have the links to the shareable science videos that Neil's talking about on my social media sites. They're up already. So ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. And please go there. Please share them with all of your family and friends through social media and other channels. I'm going to share these with lots of people that I know that have podcasts and are in other media because as I mentioned, Neil is just an amazing teacher, and he cuts down through all the complex language and makes things understandable. So, Neil, a couple of things that we can take away that you want us to know before I let you go, that other than yeah. we wash our hands, maintain social distancing, and, and uh, stay at home. Any, any yeah. couple of things that you can tell the everybody listening? Yeah, yeah, Julie. The other thing that I would say is that we can boost our personal resilience. So we can boost our ability to fend off or to minimize, um, in addition to you know what you just talked about, wash your hands and social distance. There are things, other things that we can do that I think give us some empowerment. Um, and, and I can just run through those really quickly. The yeah, that's first, great. The first is... Quit smoking and vaping. If you are doing that, you need to give your lungs the best possible chance they can that if you get infected, you are not going to find yourself in pneumonia or in, um, in respiratory distress. So anything you can do to get your lungs in better shape, get your blood pressure and your blood sugar under control because we know that individuals that have high blood pressure that's uncontrolled and uncontrolled diabetes are at a higher risk of a poorer outcome. Get some exercise. This does not mean go run a marathon, but this does mean get out and walk around the block some. Add a little bit of extra exercise and get outdoors because when you're in the sun, even 15 minutes a day, you boost the amount of vitamin K that your body is producing that is important for immune health. And then the last piece is think about improving your diet. Uh, this is a high-stress time, and we all tend to go to our comfort foods, but this is a really good time to be picking up an extra piece of fruit or an extra vegetable instead of, uh, you know, instead of a, a Big Mac and fries. Um, so just think about uh, adding healthier foods into your diet. Keep your gut healthy. Keep your microbiome healthy because that strengthens your immune system. Those are the key things to increase your own personal resilience in the face of, of um, the infection. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us this evening. I know how crazy busy you are, and I, I so appreciate all that you're doing for uh, all of us here in America and around the world. And can't, you know, can't thank you enough for fitting us into your crazy schedule. It is my pleasure, Julie. I really appreciate you giving me the chance to talk to your listeners. Thank you so much. You bet. Okay, everybody. Look on my my uh, social media links, Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. The links are up there to these videos and also Shareable Science, Hudson Alpha. Just Google that or whatever your search engine is and you'll find them there too. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Take care. My pleasure. Thanks, Bye -bye. Julie. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to the phones and uh, see who we've got, and see what their questions are. Uh, and I believe our first caller is Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. Was, How are you, was, girl? Oh, I'm good. That was a wonderful interview. So um, thank you so much oh, for sharing that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a special I just, I, person. 
<laughs> I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, and I, it's kind of a boring question, but now with the um, risk of the virus, I'm just wondering, I'm supposed to see the lupus doctor Monday, and I was supposed to triple my steroids and start taking that self-sept medication, and, and in the past you'd said it was uh, in my best interest, but then because of the virus, uh, she said that it was up to me whether I wanted to do that. So mm-hmm. today I started taking... Um, the triple dose of steroids because I feel like I have the rash on my face and my neck from the lupus is um, from actually the Sjogren's is is worse. So I I Mm -hmm. did that, but I'm just wondering what you see in my best interest now in light of the virus situation. I am staying home. I don't know how I get a cold from being home a whole week, but um, so that's my question. I'm wondering what you see. So you want to know if it's in your best interest to take the steroids or the other medicine or both or yeah the so the just whether to start the cell sept because in in the past it was supposed to be in my best interest but then because the virus i didn't because it's supposed to lower my immunity and then mm-hmm. the, the steroids i just started it today just so that i can tell my doctor i started on monday but i really don't want to continue it mm-hmm. i just figured maybe it'll help with my rash and and so or the rash so, Suze, what I'm getting at this stage of the game is yes on all of it and yes on whatever your doctor's telling you to do. I just okay. think they're on top of this. They're having to stay informed. And um, this at this stage of the game, follow what your doctor's telling you. And, and if something feels really bad to you, that what they're asking you to do, do your own research. You know, look up. And see what you can find so you can have an educated discussion with your doctor. But I just think in this time that we're in, you, you, we really need to follow what our doctors are saying because they're working overtime and they're trying to keep up on this and do what they believe is in our best interest. They always are, but especially now. So. Mm-hmm. She just said do it. If I'm not comfortable with it, don't do it. So yeah. that's why I wasn't doing it. But yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her on Monday. But all right. Talk well, thank her you. On so Monday much. and ask her if it was her. What would she do if she was in your shoes? What would she do? Mm-hmm. That's always okay. a good question good. for your doctor. <laughs> that's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank Thanks for calling. Wishing everyone all the best. Take care. All righty. Bye soon. Yeah. All right. Next, we got Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Teresa. Hi, Teresa. This is Teresa. Hello. Hi, Teresa. Teresa from Boise. Boise. I'm well. Thanks. Got a question for me? I do. So we talked last week, but we ran short of time and didn't have time to do the energy cell membrane healing. Oh, yeah. Calling for that. Yeah. We had a private appointment. Okay. Energy field membrane. What that is, for those of you that haven't heard of it, is our spirit and our body are made of energy. And the body, as I perceive it, is inside the spirit. The spirit is the power source for the body. Any energy that's going to be used for a specific purpose needs to be in some kind of a container, like electricity is in a container that looks like a wire, you know, coming into our houses to power our houses and our businesses. So the energy that comprises our body and our spirit is held in what I call the energy field membrane. And it it looks to me like this really thin, stretchy saran wrap, the kind that you get, Teresa, on, on a tray of chicken breasts from the grocery store. You know how that stuff's thinner and stretchier? Then the saran wrap that we have maybe in a glad box, you know, in a glad wrap in our in our kitchen drawers. And when I see a tear or a hole in that energy field membrane, it's allowing an energy leak. Energy leaks always precede any kind of medical condition. And they're caused by an emotional event, either from this lifetime or a past lifetime. So an analogy that I use to describe this a lot is imagine going to the pet store and buying a goldfish. They're going to put it in a plastic bag of water in order for you to get it home. So if you have a picture of that in your mind's eye, Teresa, the goldfish represents our body. The water represents our spirit because, again, the body's inside the spirit. It's all holographic, but the body's inside the spirit. And the plastic bag represents our energy field membrane. When there's a little pinhole in that plastic bag and water's draining out a drop at a time, for a long time, that fish is going to be just fine. But over time, when enough water drains out, that fish is going to be in trouble. And that's what happens, what I see happen to the human body. It's an analogy of what I see happen. So I'm going into 
this hole. You have a hole. It's in your sternum. It's like if somebody shot a bocce ball from the middle of your chest out. That's what it looks like. I'm going in and I'm being shown a scene. And I get this is past life. This, the year's 1947 is the year. Wow. So that's, you know, that's the end of World War II. And you live in Jackson, Mississippi. How funny is that? I always get where you live and a little bit about what happened. And then we'll correlate it with your current life, what's going on in your current life. So you were a man in that life. Your name was Tom Johnson. All right. Tom Johnson in that mm-hmm. lifetime. So uh, remember, you know, spirits don't have a gender, but we incarnate in a, in a gender so we can experience whatever it is we want to explore in each lifetime. Okay. What did Tom Johnson do in Jackson, Mississippi? I get you were a coach. Hmm. You're a football coach, a high school football coach. Okay. And high school football coach, what happened? What's going on? You are, um, you're, you're coaching this team. And I see that you've got some kids with injuries on the sidelines. And what I'm seeing is I'm seeing there are also veterans who are disabled that are on the sidelines. And I think they're friends of yours. And so you're using, you're utilizing something that's a, what we would see as a horrific situation for these veterans to help these kids um, play football and deal with not being able to play maybe their senior year because they have an injury and you're using that as a role model. So you're taking grief that you feel from your friends and utilizing in a way that is helping these, um, these kids. So does that resonate with you at all? Are you a, are you a type of a coach? Do you, are you able, I get that you lead people. You're a leader. I also get that you, you have a way of turning lemons into lemonade that you will take a situation that maybe is not something that we would see that's joyful, but you're able to turn it around and use it as inspiration. Any of that resonating with you? In the meantime, this hole is is fixing. The granulation is going in. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I work in uh, low-income areas and support communities um, in a number of different ways with funding and things like that and advice and guidance. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So how this works from past lives is we have kind of a basic script, Teresa, that we want to explore sometimes through multiple lifetimes and we'll pick different variations of this basic script so that we can look at it from a different perspective. Certainly, you know, right after World War II, everybody was, was in a, Uh, group together, you know, let's have a concerted effort to keep the country going and and help people and help the veterans coming back and all of that. You were a man, you were a coach. So this lifetime, so you learned what you could learn and experienced that. So this lifetime, you've decided to be a woman. You're in 2020. You're working in, in, like you said, low-income areas. So you have all kinds of resources to help motivate people, help, help people take their perhaps less than optimal circumstances and, and learn from them and maybe better themselves in some way. So those emotional events will cause a little bit of a kernel of a block. And then the block builds over time with the other emotional events causing enough pressure that causes a blowout in the lining. As soon as we illuminate the block, it clears the energy that's there that caused the block. Similar to Eastern medicine, acupressure, acupuncture, you know, they're trying to clear the block to get the chi to move. Same concept. This just does it really quickly. So good news. I've shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. You have an intact energy field membrane. You're working on full power. That will help your body heal. It will help you maintain health. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Any questions? That's a lot. I just threw at you all at once. (laughs) No, but just thank you. For last week, my back has never felt better. So, oh, terrific! We were It's been back. like a really yeah. long-standing injury, and it feels Wonderful. great now. 
Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, we did a healing on your back. That's great to great news. Great to hear. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who's next. I believe it's uh, Margo. Hi, Margo. Can you hear me? Hello. Are you on? Are you on mute? Okay, maybe. All right, let's go to Lisa next. Hi, Lisa. Well, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Ooh, I am tough happy. connection. It is. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back on hold, Lisa, because it's just it's just too tough of a connection. Yep. So. Sorry about that. Uh, let's go to, to another Lisa. We got another Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Well, hello, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I just want to thank you. I had a I had a session with you last week, and we had a wonderful time, a beautiful session, helping my mother in law transition, and she's already come through with a few signs, and I'm very much looking forward to taking your class. The uh, angel or angelic training class that's coming up next month. It's uh, very, very exciting. So I just want to thank you for that. That's been very helpful. Oh, you're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Minneapolis, just north of Minneapolis, and yeah. beautiful sunny day. Um, my question is, uh, my husband has, um, and he knows I'm asking this question, he's got some he has high blood pressure, so I was especially interested when I heard um, your guest speaker. Uh, he has high blood pressure, and he snores. And I was just wondering if you could just touch base and see what seems to be the cause behind that. Sure. Lisa, what's his name? Dave. Dave. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. It takes me a nanosecond. I close my eyes, and I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, and it's going to hook into you in Minneapolis, Lisa. And then from you, I'm going to go to Dave. So I'll watch a laser beam go from you to Dave. And so here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to the <laughs> Twin Cities. Got that. Okay, got him. So I hooked into you, and then I hooked into him. All right, Dave, I always ask permission because I believe scanning somebody without their permission is a violation of their privacy. So I operate under HIPAA rules. And, okay. and so Dave, I'm talking to Lisa, he's saying, yeah, I know, it's fine. So I'm asking him telepathically for permission. He gave it to me. All right, shooting the energy from his feet up through at the top of his head. Okay, so yeah, he's got some buildup in his vascular system. Lisa, um, what I'm doing really fast is rotorootering his vascular system. Okay. So imagine, imagine a little corkscrew. You know, my visuals are hilarious at times, but it's just to give you a frame of reference in your head with what I'm seeing. Imagine a little corkscrew that you would use to open a bottle of wine, and it's tunneling through his vascular system. His carotid arteries especially, his left carotid artery, he's, he's got some stuff in there. All right, so he sees a cardiologist, right? Uh, he's he not high? yet. He's not. All right, nope. I think he needs to see a cardiologist. I also would recommend that you go to Zona, Z-O-N-A, dot com. Zona has, a, there's a Zona Plus device, and it's used to lower blood pressure. Okay. And the technology was developed with fighter pilots because when they go mock, they're taught to hang on to the joystick and press it, press it really hard to handle the G-forces when they go mock. And what they found is it lowers blood pressure in those that have high blood pressure. So technology has been developed that's available to the masses based on this this finding, you know, with our military and Harvard's done research on it, all these other, other fancy schmancy places. And so if you go to Zona.com and look at the Zona Plus, I have several clients that have ordered that. It's a device that you squeeze. It kind of looks like a game, video game controller, Lisa. Mm -hmm. And um, you can read, you know, you can read what the science behind it is, but I have several clients that I've recommended that to, and they've gotten off their blood pressure medicine. So I would do that, and I would get him to see a cardiologist as well. Okay. Thank you okay. very much. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome. And, I, and I'm so glad you guys 
are doing okay with your mom. We are. Thank you. Yeah, Any signs that are to come through. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, thank you. All right. Let's see who else we got here. I believe our next caller is Lashonda. Hi, Lashonda. Hi, Julie. Greetings Hi. from West Palm Beach. Greetings to you, my girl. How are you? Doing okay. Doing okay. Wonderful. I um wanted to thank you for all the good information you've been giving us and all the uh, positive reinforcement. I really appreciate that energetic bubble of protection last week. And um, <laughs> I do. I, it's still intact, right? Yeah. And um and um um and I and I also like the meditation uh that you sent out. And the fact that it was twelve minutes and twelve seconds long wasn't lost on me either. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um just um and and I appreciate the gentleman that came on to give us uh information tonight because, you know, just in two days time um, the numbers have increased 46% here in the U.S. And I think we, as of today, have surpassed Italy with cases. So, Well, we yeah, got a lot just, more people here than Italy, too. So keep yeah, that's true. But my question is just just want to make sure that I'm, I'm all good. Just a little scan, a checkup to make sure I'm still good. You're good, girl. You're golden. You're golden. Okay. I got you on uh, my so radar while you were talking. Anytime I cough or anything, I'm like, oh, is that it? I'm, I'm, I'm working on mindset. <laughs> Just, yeah, well, you know, follow what the what the government officials are saying. They're, you know, the yeah. basics, wash your hands, social distancing, all that. And I thought Neil's comments were really good, too, about I, I'm talking to a lot of people who say, Gosh, you know, I'm just craving sugar, and I and we're we're drinking, we're out of rum. We got to go buy some more rum, and and that kind of thing. And I think we tend to do that when we're hibernating. And I thought Neil's point was really good about this is not the time to be eating crap and you know drinking a bunch of alcohol and stuff like that. I mean, be smart about this. Yeah. And and I loved when he said, "Get out in the sun." Because did you see yes. my blog a couple of weeks ago, Lashonda, about uh, the yes, Countess? I took, which one? The Countess during World War Two, and she saw yes, horrific yes. things. Yes, yes, I told Teleki. that story to somebody as well. Teleki, yes, yeah. I told that story. I shared it with others. And I have been out to the uh, nature preserve and the trail. Very few people out there, so almost had it to myself Perfect. for the time that well, I was out there. <laughs> The blog that I'm talking about, for those of you listening that, that haven't read it, if you go to AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see it. And it's called Nature Heals. And it's about my girlfriend's mom, who was a countess, and they lost everything. They lost their castle. They lost you know, all their wealth and everything and um, went through horrific things during World War II. And I asked her one time, I said, how did you cope? And she said, I went out, went out and I walked in nature. She said, getting the sun on me, you know, seeing that the plants and the trees and the flowers and all that were constant, no matter how awful things got, nature was a constant. And and then I did a little bit of research and I found out that the sun's ultraviolet rays have antiviral and antibacterial properties to them. And not to mention they help with depression. So I thought Neil's point was really well taken with that. So yeah. you're good, girl. You're good. I'm good. The cough is nothing. Okay, good. You're good. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, 
B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, let's see who's next. Sister Rosemary. Hi, sister. Oh, hi, hi, Julie. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I wanted to give you an update about my visit to my um, consult with an oncologist mm-hmm. uh, with regard to my thyroid cancer. And um, I told him about your um, magic stem cells and treatment, and he... <laughs> He, he sort he of laughed and said, oh, yeah, he said, forget about that woo-woo stuff. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I said, well, I'm going to continue to um, have faith and, and see. And then the next blood test did show that my tumor marker had gone down. It had <laughs> gone from, from four to two. And um, so uh, I, my other oncologist actually is, his religion is Islam, and he was fine about it. You know, he believed that God can do all of these different things. So that's that's been um, very good news. So did you and, sing the um, Hallelujah chorus to him <laughs> when you found out your your numbers had gone down? And and the first doctor cracked me up. I'm thinking, does he understand? He's talking to a nun here. <laughs> don't, don't believe in that woo woo stuff. That's kind of like your yeah. you know your your uh, nectar there. Yeah. I know. I was, it was funny. Yes. Um, And then I wanted to share that, um, you know, my, my father died in Corona and he has an interesting Corona, California. Mm -hmm. And he has an interesting story because uh, before he married my mother in the forties, he entered the sacred heart brothers that took care of the lepers in Molokai. And uh, and he and my mother actually got married uh, February 28th, which I believe was the day that they found the cure for um, leprosy. Mm-hmm. So he sort of always had this um, sense of of uh, disease, mainly because he was also for um, 30 years involved with the skid row problems, you know, of oh, my. Uh, alcoholics and um, drug addicts and was always a a sort of modern-day St. Francis. Mm -hmm. So um, recently there was a, a, I don't know if you know James Twyman, Mm -hmm. he, he, as a third-order Franciscan, but he he does a lot of peace activism, and he takes groups like to North Korea, to the DMZ zone to, to pray. And mm-hmm. well, we recently had this Iranian um, problem that looked very serious. He had a special prayer service online, and um, I was it was in Santa Barbara, which is where my monastery was. And um, so I was online as they were praying, and I thought I'm going to do a spirit art as we're praying. And so I did a spirit art, and I sort of had the mission, and I had um, the sun and also a monstrance, because my father always um, prayed very much before the Blessed Sacrament and mm-hmm. um, had a spiritually transformative experience after p- praying all night on his knees. Mm-hmm. And so I drew this monstrance, and... Lo and behold, my father's picture appeared as the host in the monster. Wow. Wow. And yes, I was. And so do you think that has something to do with what's going on right now around the world? I do. I do. I feel like, you know, he's been dead for 30 years. And mm-hmm. I really haven't had, I, I've had one experience fraught with him, but he was a very holy man. So I felt like that, yes, that he had appeared. But also the fact that he died in Corona, this was before the whole coronavirus um, erupted. Mm. So I also felt it was like a prophetic um, Mm -hmm. appearance. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Um, but also to show that, you know, as St. Clair, when she was threatened by the Saracens, went out with demonstrants and stood at the gates of the city to protect the city. Mm-hmm. I think that he was showing that, uh, you know, in prayer we can protect uh, the world mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from this coronavirus. But you asked me to call in when I mentioned to you that... Um, I was surprised when when I heard online that Lourdes, for the first time, had closed closed down mm-hmm. um, as in response, and uh, and I thought to myself, well, maybe it's a sign that Mary were to ask Mary to come in a new way, like she has come in Fatima, she has come in Lourdes, she has come in Guadalupe, she has come all over the world, Maggiore, mm-hmm. and maybe we should be asking her to come in an intervention in a very special way at this time to protect our world and to guide us into a better future for our world. Because we... That's we a great see, idea. That's a great because idea. Because I can see that really that we, we you know, we, we needed this in order to get us yeah. back on track. And, and well, so maybe she can show us, show yeah. us a better way and, and also bring a healing to the world. Right. Well, sister, thanks so much for calling in this evening and sharing those. Gosh, sounds like you witnessed a miracle there and and sharing your thoughts about this. And congratulations on your thyroid cancer diminishing. Thank you. You keep up the good work. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who we have next. We've got Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Julie. Hold on. Somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks. Where, where are you calling us from? I am calling from Rhode Island. Um, and so for everyone, just uh, Julie did an amazing session with me a couple of weeks ago, and I am taking her angelic attendant class soon. Um and Julie, I'm calling mostly to t- uh, with a question about my brother, but also to follow up on his behalf because he just, he has so much gratitude um, for what you did for him with the healing on his brain a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Um, he really, you know, he's still got a way to go, but he feels, um, he feels different. He's on high doses of um, omega-3s, like you said, and uh, he's definitely sharper. It's incredible. Good. Really Andrea, incredible. tell everybody so, real quickly what happened with your brother. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so in September, he was on his way to work in a lift, and someone ran through a stop sign, um, hit the um, passenger side that he was in. Uh, his head ricocheted and smashed into a window, and he ended up with um, a traumatic brain injury and a bunch of other injuries, like his whole body was sprained. He couldn't, he couldn't walk. It was a real, we, we don't, we don't really have any family support except each other. So, you know, I've been trying to help him. Um, but, uh, but he needed, he needed a lot and he wasn't getting the uh, medical treatment that he needed where he lives. And, um, so it was really, <laughs> Julie really did something miraculous, um, for him. And yeah, we're, so we're both super grateful. Um, you know, it's not me, it's spirit working through me. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. part of the equation i'm not facilitator but i really believe it's spirit working through me so wonderful well, did you have a question this evening for us thanks yeah. for sharing that. yeah so he um he has an impacted wisdom tooth i think it's his upper left tooth and he gave me permission to um to talk to you about okay. this i talked to him earlier today and um it's been just causing a lot of problems. He was actually supposed to come here to Rhode Island, but then the virus, you know, everything happened with the virus and it didn't work. So he's still in Arizona. Um, but he has, he's been having a ton, a ton, a ton, crazy amount of tooth pain. Um, okay. So he definitely needs to go to the dentist, but <laughs> we figured you could work your spirit magic for him. What's his name again, Andrea? Um, it's John, John, John. Michael. Okay, John. So I'm going to connect to you. Here comes my laser beam to Rhode Island. It's going to ricochet back southwest, and it's going to hook into John in Arizona. So, John, I'm talking to Andrea. May I scan you? Yes. Okay. You know, I get no's 
And when I get a no, I can still scam people, but I won't do it because it's an ethical yeah. thing with me. So and usually I get no's from little kids, which is hilarious. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I'm going in. All right. So the energy, Andrea, went to uh, left side, low palate, molar in the back. Okay. I see okay. inflammation. Is that, did he tell you where, where the problem is? I mean, he's, he needs a root canal. I'm watching an energetic root canal happen. That's okay. what's happening. Okay. He's got a, you know, he's got a dead nerve there. So I'm watching that okay. happen. Um, I don't see an infection at this stage of the game, but boy, okay, if good. he, if he hits a, uh, you know, a temperature starts getting a temp or something, I would get him on some antibiotics quickly with okay. that. But I believe they're going to probably want to do a root canal on him. Hopefully, this healing will hold him until the dentist offices are reopened and you can get him in to see the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what we're hoping. <laughs> yeah. I'm delighted to hear he's feeling better because, boy, he had a bunch of scar tissue in his head Ooh. last week I or know. a couple of weeks ago when we scanned him. So, yeah, he um, sure did. Gosh. We got, I, I think we watched a healing with that scar tissue being removed, right? Yeah, and then yeah. Um, uh, that's wonderful news. I'm so I'm so glad, and can't wait to have you in my class. You and Lisa, both. <laughs> I know. You're both on so, so we are going to have a blast, and your life is going to change in unimaginable ways. So <laughs> there's ready. a few spots left, everybody. If anybody listening wants to join us, it, the first session starts the weekend after Easter. I believe it's April 18th, and it goes four Saturdays in a row for two hours online. And we limit it to 12 people. The class is half full, and I'll start advertising it this weekend. So I have a lot of people thinking about it. So if you're considering it, go ahead and sign up, and we'd love to have you join us. So, Miss Andrea, stay well. Thanks for okay, calling. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, we do this show every Thursday at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a whole bunch of different places. AskJulieRyan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of any page and the information's there. Anywhere you download your podcast, it's in the show notes. We're on Alexa. Just say, hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan podcast, and Alexa will play it. We're on YouTube. We're in all those places. When you're on my site, sign up for my blog. That's a question that somebody has submitted online, and I choose a different one each week to answer. And also schedule an appointment while you're there. Uh, then I'll have a whole hour with you, and we can talk about whatever you want. I can scan you medically. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can do animal. I can scan your animals. We can do past life stuff. We can do spirit guide stuff. I mean, it's just, we have so much fun and we laugh a lot, regardless of what's going on in your life. Even if it's a serious medical issue, I promise you we'll have fun and, uh, and see what we can do to, to uh, help you with that. This week, our question was from, was submitted from Jennifer, and Jennifer lives in Roscoe, Illinois, and she asked, Hi, Julie. I'm a full-time foster for various animal shelters in my community. In the past eight years, I've fostered over 200 animals, but due to health issues, I've recently started taking on just single animals with disabilities. I'm very interested in energetic healing and would love to someday just visit shelters and do energy healing for any animal that needed it. Right now, I have a 12-week-old puppy with cerebellar hypoplasia. I'm trying to help with balance issues. Can you please do a scan on him and see what you could energetically do for him? Also, I'm wondering if there's a special meditation that you would recommend prior to doing a healing. I know I'm destined to help shelter animals in a bigger way than fostering, and I'm incredibly drawn to energy healing. Just not sure where to begin. Thank you so much for your time and any info you have regarding this subject. It would mean the world to me if you responded. I listen to your show every week, and you are what, the got, what got the ball rolling with my idea. Thank you for all that you do. Gratefully, Jennifer. And here's my response. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for listening to my show and especially for the care you give shelter animals. What a calling. I did some research on cerebellar hypoplasia and learned it's a malformation of the cerebellum, the portion of a dog's brain response responsible for motion control. 
of course, I spoke to my favorite veterinarian, my daughter-in-law, Mallory, about CH, which is what they call this, and your puppy. The brilliant Dr. Mal said, quote, hypoplasia can occur in both puppies and kittens. The cause is idiopathic. I don't know what that meant, so I looked it up, and it means unknown. She said the cause is, I'll say, unknown in most cases. However, it's most likely related to in utero viral infections, toxins, or genetic disorders. In puppies, canine herpes is the most common viral cause. She went on to say most puppies with cerebellar hypoplasia have a good prognosis and go on to live normal lives, just with an abnormal gait, end quote. It's so nice to have a, a veterinarian in the family. I can just call her and say, what the heck is this? And what do you think? So that was great. I went on to say, in order to scan your pup, I energetically connected to you and from you to him. When I got him on my radar, that means I saw in my mind's eye, what looked like an underdeveloped section of his brain was scar tissue on one side of it, on the side where I could see it. It reminded me of a scar scene on the stump of an amputee. Oh, that was just a wild analogy I got, but that's what it looked like to me. Then I watched, again in my mind's eye, a healing where the scar tissue was removed and stem cell energy was used to regenerate the missing part of his brain. Next, I watched a wave of energy go from your puppy's head to his tail, encapsulating him in a transparent cloud. It was as if this energy gave him strength and balance. Hope it helps. As for how to best become an animal healer, I recommend enrolling in my angelic attendance training where, among many other skills, you'll learn to communicate with any spirit, human or animal, and facilitate energetic healings. In the meantime, here's a meditation to enhance clarity. You can use clarity to discern the best way to help your current puppy and future rescues. So links to all of these things are on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. For those of you that get my blog, you've already seen this and you see the link. For those of you not getting my blog, sign up for it, and then you'll have the links in your inbox when you do that. By the way, in this training, my feeling about it is if we can teach somebody to read, they can learn whatever they want in the written word. Likewise, if I can help somebody learn to communicate with spirit, they can take it anywhere they want. You can do all this stuff that I do. Remember, I learned how to do all these things that I do. So you can do medical scanning stuff. We learn remote viewing. We learn how to, to get information from spirit. We learn how to validate that information so that it's applicable. We learn all kinds of other uh, strategies and techniques. And plus, we have a blast. It is so much fun. So consider joining us in that training. Thanks, Jennifer, for your question. I hope, you're, I hope your foster dog's doing better. Okay, let's go to Sophie next. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Sophie, are you on mute? Do you have your mute on? Okay, guess so. All right, let's go to Georgia then. Hi, Georgia. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm okay. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Guanajuato, Mexico. Oh, wonderful. Well, what's going on down there? Is it as crazy down there as it is up here? It's not as crazy, but people are mostly staying inside, which is good. Um, we're still running our little sandwich shop, but we're to go and delivery. Um, yeah, things, you know. It's kind of a weird feeling of dread, but it's it's okay. Yeah. It's well, sunny. Good. I have a beautiful house, so everything's okay. Wonderful. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So do you have a question for me? So I planned on asking you something else, but I just heard from a friend of mine that one of my coworkers in New York City has coronavirus. and. Okay. I feel pretty concerned. My friend said that he is pretty sick. Um, okay. I don't know if he's going to let you scan him okay. because I haven't talked to him. But um, his name is Dinesh, and he's in New York City. Okay. All right. Is he in the hospital, Georgia? I don't know. I was trying to get that information, and I don't think he's in the hospital. But okay. he uh, apparently is, is, is pretty sick. So. All right. So... 
laser beams coming down to Mexico and that it's going to ricochet back and go northeast and go back to, to uh, New York City. All right, there, that's where it is. Dinesh, I'm talking to your friend Georgia and Mexico. Is it okay if I scan you? No, he doesn't know what it is. So, okay. um, yeah, I'm sorry. Could, I can't could I ask with you that. my other question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So my partner, Hector, is still kind of suffering with health stuff and uh, I've called in a couple times about it now over the course of a couple months, but yeah, he, he just still has, he has like shortness of breath. He kind of has reflux. He just has really low energy, just doesn't seem mm-hmm. like himself. Um, mm-hmm. Today he got an x-ray. He just doesn't know what, what more to check out. So I was just wondering okay. if I could scan him. Yeah. So again, I'm still connected into you, so I'm connecting into Hector from you. Hector, I'm talking to George. Is okay if I scan you energetically? Yes, he's let me scan him before, so usually, usually they'll let yeah. me let me back in. <laughs> well, he, it's, not yeah. they, it's not that they they won't. I could scan, like I said, I could scan Dinesh. Yeah. I just won't do it because yeah. it's. I right. think it's wrong. I think it's a violation of his privacy. So, uh, all right, he's fully yeast. Is that what we've seen before? Georgia? It's so interesting. We've seen a few things now. Like a couple months ago, it was a virus and you helped yeah. to push that out. Yeah. And then like, we, had, we had a private call and he had parasites. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm Jeez. like, I, I feel like it's just like one thing after another. But he's, the yeast would kind of explain like reflux stuff and, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually Has have supplements he- for yeast and things like that that I hadn't given him yet. So. If you Maybe email I'll me, that. I'll send you a link for the gut biome test that will tell him what his superfoods are to eat, and it will tell him what okay. foods to avoid. Anybody listening, if you want it, I'll send you a link for a discount, julietaskjulieryan.com. Email me. I will respond. Have him do Is the that gut the biome test. Thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting yeast right now. When we had a private call, like you did quite a bit of clearing on his lungs as well. Mm-hmm. but I would hope that it's just yeast. He's really that's worried. I'm, that's the main thing that's worrying me is like a, he's just constantly worried. I'm like, that no. doesn't help anything. And he's like, well, I can't help it. Yeah. yeah. Do the gut biome test. Tell him to eat low on the okay. food chain. And, okay. uh, you know, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in the factory, avoid it. Kind of a thing. Okay. And and that will help. Okay, okay. Georgia. Great. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Right, Heidi's next. Hi, Heidi. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? I got on. I'm so uh, surprised. <laughs> and you're and you're my caboose. I've got about three minutes left. So okay, where are you well, calling us from? I'm calling from Wyoming. All right. Got a quick question yeah. for me? Oh uh, yeah. Yes, question real quick. Um, well, I have always had really tight muscles and. The older I get, the more problematic it becomes, um, and I know it has an energetic root, but I don't know what that is, and I was just hoping you could use your magic sight to give me more insight or help me heal it or whatever. You're going to laugh when I tell you this before I even got you on my radar, which I did already. I'm talking Mm -hmm. to you. It's what I got, do yoga, and I see you in a downward dog position. It's going to help tremendously. Ooh. Have you ever done yoga? I really hate yoga, actually. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Well, but find, I do lots you know, of other things. But find um, online, you know, one that you like, because there are millions of different tapes and shows and stuff, and they have training yoga for weight loss, and they got relaxation yoga and all that. It doesn't matter what kind it is. I just get yoga. I've gotten that three uh-huh. times. Do yoga, and okay. you're gonna be you're gonna feel so much better. And I bet you learn to love it. I see you in the downward dog position with your cute butt up in the air. Looks great. <laughs> do you get a, a sense of where it comes from energetically? You need to do yoga. Yeah. I, I, oh. I just get yoga, so I have oh, a round okay. girl. Okay, thanks for okay, calling. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, energetically, yoga. You need to do yoga. Oh, everybody, thanks for listening this week. Please leave a comment on iTunes or wherever you download 
your podcast and uh, go to my my social media sites, Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. You'll see Dr. Neal's videos. Please watch them. Please share that that post with all of your family and friends, and we'll get the word out there, which is going to help people understand what's going on and help them help them not be so scared. So with that, take care, everybody. Be well, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.